This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chendanan. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and with me for today's review is Lim Su An from The Bigger Picture. Thanks for coming back, Lim Su An. Hi, Sharmila. Happy to be back again. So we're reviewing a um, recording of a performance that was originally staged in Langkawi. And it's a performance called Pulau Sri. Um, and it's now available for streaming on Swatu Kala's Facebook page as well as their YouTube channel. Uh, it is presented by Swatu Kala. And it essentially seeks to reimagine um, the Masuri legend, specifically to center women and female voices and to give agency and voice to the women in the story who um, otherwise perhaps didn't really get that. Um, and so that's the premise that we start with. Uh, so, Anne, what did you what did you make of the experience? It's not a very long performance, but I did mm. feel that um, for what it's worth, it's just about half an hour. I felt that it was a great half hour well spent. Um, it was very meaty and I felt like there was so much packed into that short amount of time. I I really did enjoy watching it. I think I I really did love how it was um, performed. Yes, it was short, but it almost feels like with things that are streamed online, you know, you have it. It's a very fine balance to walk, isn't it? Because if it's too long and your story is not good enough, then people lose interest. You know, you get so easily distracted. But if it's too short, then you know there's there's also not enough meat to it, like you say. But I love a good retelling of um, fairy tales, myths, legends, and I and I really really did enjoy this. So just to run through um, the main players, so the the show itself is created by uh, spoken word art performer Sheena Baharudin as well as musician Takahara Suiko. Um, it features um, a f- all, an all-female cast, including an ensemble mm-hmm. that's made up of Form 3 students from Langkawi itself, um, as well as a number of Langkawi residents. And all of these things I bring up because I actually enjoyed these touches. Um, mm-hmm. You could see the impact of seeing them on stage. You can see the excitement of uh, people who perhaps hadn't really performed like this before. And uh, you can really see the fingerprints of people like Sheena and, and Taka in the whole performance, which I loved because um, they each got their moment to shine, um, but also the centering of women and the different ways that women express themselves was so strong. Mm, definitely. Um, I agree with you. I loved enjoying, I, I loved watching the girls um, in, the, in the ensemble, you know, they were enjoying it so much. And because of that, I found myself enjoying it so much as well. And yeah, I, I really appreciated how each of the three main characters sort of each had their own moments to shine. And they really took that moment, you know, it, it wasn't got, it wasn't, um, it was fully utilized. They, you could see how much they enjoyed playing those characters as well. And I think that's what made me really enjoy watching it because they were the characters in that half an hour. So Sri, uh, who is essentially the reimagining of Masuri in the story, is played by Sheena Baharudin. Um, mm-hmm. Taka plays the Penghulu and uh, Sharin Rahmat plays the Penghulu's wife. Um, and actually, of the three, um, although all of them are really interesting in their own ways, um, the Penghulu's wife, uh, played by Sharin, is actually quite interesting because she's someone who's painted in a very negative light in the original mm-hmm. legend and... This one seeks to understand her better and give her a more um, 
if not entirely positive, a more empowered role in the story. And I think that's what I really enjoyed by um, the ways in which this story seeks to take this legend and kind of pull it apart. Because you get a Masuri who is a lot less about the I want to prove my purity and more about, um, well, you never believe women anyway. Um, And the Penghulu, um, who was always really a, a negative character, but in this one is very much about representing the kind of of, um, mistrust and um, the kind of, I think, accusations that women are often uh, women often have to contend with. And I love how the Penghulu was introduced. So um, Taka is introduced with this really great uh, musical performance. It's extremely catchy. It's got um, bits of hip hop, bits of a little bit of um, local music, but also a little bit of like electronic sounds. Um, and the whole ensemble gets into it. And that's how the show kind of begins and I love that and it really just throws you right into a really um it's just a very dynamic space this whole show Mm, it really does hook you in from the start you know you find yourself sort of nodding along to the beat and and I I think having the the captions on screen does help a bit um, because the characters speak in both BM and English. And actually, that's something that I really enjoyed. You know, I love how mm. seamless it felt when they switched or really they they, they mixed the Champo English and BM together in one sentence, which felt so Malaysian to me. I think that really made me enjoy the, the, the whole performance even more. And I think what, what I really enjoyed about the Penghulu's performance as well is that portrayal right of people who mistrust women when they try to talk about these things and he was enjoying it so much sort Mm. of like putting Sri through those um, rituals you know accusing her of those things and he was you know he, he was he found that so fun almost and I feel like you do see that in a way now when people are sort of accusing women of saying things or doing things or you know fitna and things like that and it's a public shaming, right? Because the whole play actually takes it place is. at the pivotal part of Masuri's story, where she's basically brought out into the, well, I'm going to say town square, but actually it's um, <laughs> it's it's in the midst of everyone, and um, and the ensemble kind of plays the role of um, all the people in the in, on the island who are uh, on the Penghulu side, accusing her of um, infidelity, um, accusing her of uh, you know using her wiles to to charm men and all of these things. Um, and I, and I think they, the, the, I think Taka's performance really exactly, as you said, brings into focus, um, the, the performative aspect of all of this. The fact that, um, as a society, we do kind of almost relish when, when women in particular are placed in public spaces and shamed. Um, Mm. and we see this a lot, even in news or, you know, when, when we hear, uh, the way people are dragged through social media and so on. Right. And, and I think that that was a very, um, clever touch. Um, I loved how, um, the counterpoint to that, of course, was, was Sri herself played by Sheena, uh, who was just such an elegant, presence throughout the whole play we can get into her actual performance of um, you know what she does best the, the the spoken word part but I think even just her presence because for the first first half she's a little bit more quiet um, she just gets a couple of lines mm-hmm. but her expressions her body language her anger I think more mm-hmm. than anything else um, the indignation at being subjected to this um, the the contrast between both of those performances, the Penghulu and Masuri. Um, to me, you know, even watching a live streamed recorded performance, I was so into it. 
Mm. And I think maybe there's something, this is something that I do enjoy about watching um, recordings of performances. You get to see up close, you get to see the performance up close, you get to see the actors up close, which you may not necessarily be able to see when you're watching it live because of how far you are from the stage. And that 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 is something that you experience with almost all theatre performances. So I think that's one thing that I do enjoy about seeing recordings is seeing the small details, you know, the expressions, um, the, the, the little micro expressions in the actors' faces. Actually, in this case, and I don't always enjoy this, but the camera also takes in the audience's reactions. Yes. Um, and this somehow worked. I, I liked, because it's staged in an open air space in Langkawi, uh, the camera pans the audience's reactions to certain lines. Um, and that actually really worked to get me into the mood of um, both, as you said, we get a great view of what's happening on stage stage, but we don't miss out on what it might have felt like to be in the crowd. And I thought that was quite clever. Um, I wanted to um, just extend a little bit of what you said on the language, because um, particularly with the Penghulu, which was performed by Taka, um, I thought that switching between Malay and English was so well done because it fits with the rhythms of uh, yes. the song that she's performing. And I think the jokes, there were a lot of sly jokes and, and, and puns and all that were made in her performance that really worked very well with having um, the switch between BM and English, which I think you wouldn't get if you had chosen to perhaps stick to one language. And it felt very organic and very Malaysian. And that's what I enjoyed. Mm, it, it is the beauty of speaking Malaysian, isn't it? <laughs> We are reviewing Pulau Sri, which was a performance staged in Langkawi a while back, which is now available for streaming on Swatu Kala's Facebook page as well as their YouTube channel. So if you just go on there and search for Swatu Kala, you'll be able to find it. Let us know, do you enjoy reimaginings of legends and myths? Uh, what are some that you've enjoyed? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Jindana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by Lim Su An from The Bigger Picture. And together we're reviewing a performance by Swatu Kala, which was staged in Langkawi and is now available for streaming on their Facebook page as well as their YouTube channel. It's called Pulau Sri and it's a reimagining of the Masuri legend. I wanted to um, talk about, I suppose, the main character herself, Sri, or, or, or you know, who who's essentially Masuri, right? And I think the climax of the whole show is really when Sri gets up, um, played by Sheena Baharuddin, and has this entire piece, which is very poetic um, and performed in that spoken word style um, about women and the treatment of women. And I must say that could have been a standalone piece, um, but the way it was integrated into the storyline of this plot, um, I think it worked so well. I think that's what's so clever about it, right? If you've taken that out and Sheena had performed it as a standalone piece, it would have worked. And in Pulau Street itself, it worked even better because it was interwoven with Masuri's story and it links to what sort of we see in the first half of that performance where Sri really didn't even get a chance to tell her side of the story, which is also what we see a lot um, with women today right on social media or in person and then after that you know when she does get to tell her story it's about how it's not 
just about her, but about all the women who were never fully heard. It's an interesting one to review as part of a larger play, I think. But I thought the lyricism and the poetry of the words that uh, Sheena uses. Um, and, and again, I think the the mixing of languages, you know, um, English and BM. But in contrast to the first performance, which felt very casual, um, this piece then feels almost classical. So the words are a lot more lyrical. They're a lot more poetic and um, very powerful. They talk about feelings and concepts that uh, feel like they're drawn from mythology and from legends, and um, I think it. I think this was actually a really great way to, instead of a standard monologue, instead of a, a regular performance where at the end then Masuri gets killed, um, I felt like this was a, an extremely emotive way to present that point of view. Mm. I loved how she asked the audience, you know, the viewer to think about how her story was told, about how who was telling the story, right, and how understanding that also helps you understand, you know, what the story was actually about. You know, was it really about um, Masuri's sins or about how we as a society, we as a society tend to perceive women and, you know, whether or not we tend to believe what they say over what a man would say. And in this case, it was the Penghulu's words against Masuri's. So that's why I think it was really um, clever for them to also draw on the uh, Penghulu's wife. So um, Sharin Rahman, and I didn't expect it because, you know, if you know the original story uh, and when the play first introduces the Penghulu's wife, you don't necessarily think she's going to be much of anything. Um, and then when when Sharin kind of comes on stage and ends up being the one that says, well, give Masuri her voice, let her say her piece. I thought that was a really powerful moment and I thought it was really important to have other women on stage who um, could identify with Masuri because that's the other other trope that always gets trotted out, right? That uh, women are inevitably um, going to pull each other down, uh, that mm -hmm. they're always in competition with each other. But instead, this story kind of relies more on the empathy and the identification that these two characters might have with each other because of the toxic man that their lives are affected by. And I thought that was really, um, that was an important point to make. Mm. And I, I think in uh, there, there is a behind-the-scenes video that I also watched, in which the producer, Lina Tan, says that, you know, they, they, they chose to sort of change that narrative for the Penghulu's wife because they thought it was, the, in the legend, they thought it was way too simplistic. And I, and, I, and I thought that was a really smart way to do it because if you watch the whole thing in, in the span of about 26 minutes, each person can't get too much screen time, right? And, and for the Penghulu's wife, definitely, um, she doesn't get as much as the Penghulu or, the, uh, or, or Sri herself. But in that short time that she had, I felt she was really impactful because, like you said, Sharmila, it was that sort of taking that trope and turning it around, you know, and and that whole, like, really at the start, I thought she was just going to be that evil wife there. <laughs> and in the end, I was proven wrong. And I think that's, again, reminds me of how often people are proven wrong, you know, when you think everyone's out for each other, but it's not. And she... And I loved how quietly she sort of started her role. And then in the end, it was like, enough, you have to listen. We've been extremely positive about the show so far. Um, I wanted to ask whether you had any um, issues or anything that you would have liked to see done differently. Well, first, I'd like to say I did feel it was a bit too short. I mean, I do enjoy it as a whole, but 
it, it also felt like something that has potential as a much longer piece. Um, and the second thing that I didn't quite like as much was how it ended. It felt a bit abrupt to me. So like we all know in the legend of Masuri that she does die in the end, but it felt almost like, okay, after this incredibly significant piece by Sri, um, by Sheena, and then you sort of very quickly then jump towards the end scene, which felt a bit a, a bit too abrupt to me and, and and it also felt like it could have been executed a bit better just to give it a, a, a more well-rounded ending yeah same I think it almost felt like they knew where it was and where it was heading or they that was where it was heading and they had this build-up but it didn't quite it's like it, it just ended um, and I wanted more. Um, I wanted more. I wanted perhaps maybe what I actually just wanted for it was for it to go on for longer because I was enjoying it so <laughs> so much, right? Um, of course, the, it is very intentionally picked to just be essentially one long scene rather than jumping from place to place. And that might have been a product of um, various production limitations. But I agree with you that I can see this being expanded into a larger piece. Um, we didn't mention that the show uh, basically is um, set up and, and everyone's um, almost uh, styled and in some parts perform in the Mulong style. Um, it even starts with a little bit of a dance performance and it ends with a little bit of a dance performance. And so mm -hmm. there's a lot of potential, I think, for this to be expanded into something more. Um, sets were also extremely minimal. Again, I think if this was done with with a more, um, with a more lavish uh, look or even perhaps a, a more... I, I guess a more staged aspect rather than this, which looked a little bit piecemeal, I can see this being even better. And and that's not necessarily a criticism of the show itself, except perhaps that I want to see more of it. And and I think that at the end I would have been I would have liked to have been left with a little bit more to think about or perhaps a little bit uh, a little bit more thought given into what her death might symbolize or mm. what it's leaving us with. Because it ends with sort of this um, voiceover by Sri of her cursing Langkawi for the next seven generations. And it felt a bit standard la, compared mm. to, you know, what compared to how they retold the story in the, you know, the bulk of the show. Yeah, yeah. For something that had kind of really, um, you know, when you say reimagined, they, they went all the way. Um, the ending, I think, felt a little bit safe um, instead of perhaps something truly bold or daring. Thank you, Suan, for reviewing this with me. No problem. It's always my pleasure. And this was truly, really fun to watch. And a good one to end the year with, I think. Mm, I think everybody should check it out. You know, it's just 26 minutes. I mean, if you have time to spare and you really enjoy um, local legends and folklore, I mean, this is definitely one to, you know, watch. We've been reviewing Pulau Sri by Swatukala and uh, it's available for streaming at their Facebook page as well as their YouTube channel. And let us know, do you enjoy these sorts of uh, legends or mythology when they're reimagined for the stage? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chendana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, visit www.baskl.com.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.